lots of lots of Maduram. Sweet, 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 sweet. It's our our gorgeous uh, one of his favorite songs. And when he was with us last time, he took his guitar. We sang this song, oh. and it was just so amazing. It was just yeah. He just it was amazing. Yes. <laughs> huh? He floated away mm-hmm. in sweetness. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, oh, there's a translation. Oh, yes, please read it. His lips are sweet, his face is sweet, mm-hmm. his eyes are sweet, his smile is sweet, his heart <laughs> is sweet, his gait is sweet, everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. <laughs> his words are sweet. Character is sweet, his dress is sweet, his belly folds are sweet. Belly folds. Valitam, uh, yes. His movements are sweet, his wandering is sweet, everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. His flute is sweet, his foot dust is sweet, his hands are sweet, his feet are sweet, his dancing is sweet, his friendship is sweet. Everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. His singing is sweet. His yellow cloth is sweet. His eating is sweet. His sleeping is sweet. His beauty is sweet. His tilak is sweet. Everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. Swodke. <coughs> His deeds are sweet, his liberating is sweet, his stealing is sweet, his love sports are sweet, his oblations are sweet, his tranquility is sweet, everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. His gunja berry necklace is sweet, his flower garland is sweet, his Yamuna river is sweet, his ripples are sweet, his water is sweet, his lotuses are sweet, everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. His gopis are sweet, his pastimes are sweet, his union is sweet, his food is sweet, his delight is sweet, his courtesy is sweet. Everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. His gopas are sweet, his cows are sweet, his staff is sweet, his creation is sweet, his trampling is sweet, his fruitfulness is sweet. Everything is sweet about the emperor of sweetness. Yes. The emperor of sweetness. Ah, yes, the Adi, the Madura Adipati. <laughs> Pati is emperor or small father? Well, Pati is father or lord or master, but Adipati is... It's like the Urfather, the... Ur-father. It's not Adi as in A-D-I, it's Adi-H-I, Adhi. Okay. So it's uh, more like... Um, well, it's kind of like the principle of sweep, of of lordship in this case. So there's Adhi, Adi Buddha, Adi Yakya, Adi Daiva, mm-hmm. uh, Adi Atma. These are principles. Mm-hmm. 
principles of these things. So, lots and lots of sweetness. Maybe I should just, this evening, we can do this song in the temple. Mm-hmm. This is fun. Because Together as we both. Yeah. Yeah, and while we're while we're singing it. <laughs> <laughs> and you are the perfect one to, to, to do this because you are a Maha sweetener. Uh, a Maha sweetener. <laughs> yes, a mega sweetener. Sweetener. <laughs> like saccharin. Chamastami <laughs> festival with Maha sweetener. Oi, 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 ve. This divine sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there could be. Remember, oh, we don't want to remember those dates. In, in the Pada dates, the, the Ach- and Zonal Acharyas, so each one had a Pada name. Yeah. So in, you could have instead of. A sweet pot. You could have different, you know, divine grace, divine sweetness, divine weirdness, divine heaviness, divine is divine. <laughs> a sweetie part. His divine sweetness. Sweetie part. Madhurya part. Madhurya. I would like to read some um, of uh, my godbrother's God. Kalakanta's Krishna Lila poetry, but it's really not very practical for translating. But maybe just hearing it will be nice. Or, what should we do? We could read the poem about. It's not going to be easy. Said Vishnu Rata, Shukadev, you're now dis- you've now described for me the moon god and the sun god and their splendid dynasties. The moon god's line great sage includes the Yadav family, the dynasty of Krishna. Would you speak about him, please? (laughs) Actually, he's just doing like a metrical English translation of the beginning of the 10th chapter one. In this chapter. No. Oh, yes. Uh, I do. I have it on Kindle, I think. Who wouldn't want to hear about these pastimes of the Lord? Just those, I think, bewildered broken-hearted, or so bored. They choose to merge into the void, committing suicide, or spend their lives as butchers, selling gristle 
Lord Krishna saved my grandfather Arjuna in the war. Lord Krishna saved my mother and allowed me to be born. Lord Krishna is the universe, yet lives within our hearts. I have so many questions about Krishna, where to start? Why did the Lord leave Vasudeva and live in Nanda's home? Why did he kill King Kamsa and usurp Mathura's throne? When Kamsa, after all, was Krishna's king and relative, and why did Krishna later shift to Dwarka to live? Lord Krishna has a form of endless bliss, I understand. Yet he lived with his family like any common man. Did he live long in Dwarka, an often wedded groom? Why was his brother born out of another mother's womb? Oh, Master, you know everything of Krishna, do you not? Please clarify these mysteries, and others I forgot. My vow to fast from food and drink will surely make me weak unless I drink the Krishna nectar flowing as you speak. (laughs) Then Shukadeva Goswami replies, Your urge to hear of Krishna has made you the best of kings, just as the touch of Ganges water purifies all things. The person who inquires of Krishna cleans the atmosphere for he who gives the answers and for everyone who hears. At one time, Mother Earth was overburdened by the weight of armies ruled by godless kings who thrived on greed and hate. So Earth assumed the body of a cow in desperation and told the senior god Brahma about her situation. Brahma, Shiva, and other gods, distressed by Earth's report, at once went off to Vishnu's world, their ultimate resort. Arriving at the milk ocean where on the Lord resides, they worshipped him with heartfelt hymns until the Lord replied. And here's his reply. I've been aware of earth's misfortune. Listen well to me. Lord Krishna soon shall grace earth's famous Yadu dynasty. His older brother Balaram shall join the Lord as well, and all you gods and all your wives should do the same yourselves. My power to bewilder Yoga Maya, who can cast a spell of deep illusion over all who cross her path, shall also join the entourage of Krishna when he comes. Now go. Prepare yourselves for birth among the Yadu sons. Brahma returned to his abode, and all the gods began establishing themselves as members of the Yadu clan. 
the capital of Yadu's kingdom, Mathura by name, had flourished with its current king, the pious Ugrasen. And the next section is called Kamsa Seizes Power. Shall I continue? Yes. Yes. In honor of her marriage, Kamsa, son of Ugrasen, took up his sister Devaki's fine chariot and reigns. With Vasudev, her husband, at her side, the royal maid, prepared to ride with Kamsa in her wedding day parade. Her dowry featured elephants with garlands made of gold, 400 soldiers riding golden chariots patrolled, 200 lovely bridesmaids, 15,000 jeweled steeds with pride, all tried to please the bride and satisfy her needs. Sweet music filled the air as Kamsa drove the bride and groom. Then suddenly, an unbodied voice proclaimed his doom. You foolish Kamsa! Though today you serve this man and wife, the eighth child born to Devaki will someday take your life. The wicked Kamsa turned to Devaki with shock and dread, his sword in hand. He snatched her hair and roared, Off with her head! The tactful Vasudev saw this and, holding Kamsa's arm, addressed his angry in-law without showing his alarm. You are your family's pride, dear Kamsa. Heroes sing your praise. How could someone as great as you behave in such a way? To kill a girl, indeed, your sister, on her wedding day, will surely stain your reputation. What will people say? Now think this through, great hero. From the moment of your birth, your body inexorably returns back into earth. By one means or another, be it now or decades hence, your death is surely coming. It is simply common sense. (laughs) And when your body turns to dust, your soul again acquires... Another earthly body formed to suit your own desires. And when you walk, you shift your weight from back foot to the floor. You'll change your body. Sorry, as when you walk. You'll change your body after death and leave the one before. As As one asleep is certain that the life he dreams is real, The soul believes in everything his body does or feels. The fleeting, artificial body keeps the soul engaged 
while making him forget that he is living in a cage. As wind distorts reflections of the moon upon a lake, illusion makes the spirit think, I'm flesh, a big mistake. Since sinful actions cause the soul to stay in this condition, why not consider carefully and then make your decision? Your younger sister, Devaki, is like your very child. She so deserves your loving shelter. Please be reconciled. For you are very merciful. Do not cut off her head, but give her love and treat her as a father would instead. (laughs) Because of his demonic nature, Kamsa felt disdain about the tax for sinful acts that Vasudev explained. As Vasudev saw Kamsa pulling back his sister's head, he he came up with another plan. Within himself, he said. Quote, when circumstances threaten one's existence or one's wife, one must use any method to avoid the loss of life. Perhaps he will die first. So I will promise now to give my future sons to Kamsa. At least Devaki may live. The anxious Vasudev knew well what panic might invoke, so with respect he smiled at Kamsa, cleared his throat, and spoke. (laughs) Great soul, why are you frightened by an unembodied voice? Your sister will not harm you, just perhaps her future voice. You have my word, dear brother. When your sister bears our sons, I promise to bring each to you to do what must be done. Although he was atrocious when he heard these gentle words, cruel Kamsa put his sword away completely assured. He fully trusted Vasudev, whose character was such that Kamsa knew he'd keep his word, although he pledged so much. (laughs) When Devaki was freed by Kamsa, in due time she bore a shining baby boy whom any parent would adore. Her husband took the boy away, for though he loved his son, he would not lie to Kamsa, nor indeed to anyone. When pain is there for saintly souls, sorry, what pain is there for saintly souls devoted to the truth? What evil is off limits for the low and the uncouth? And what cannot be given up in service to the Lord by those who want to please him and desire nothing more? When Kamsa saw that Vasudev had brought the newborn child exactly as he promised, he examined him and smiled. Take back your son, dear Vasudev, said Kamsa with good cheer. The omen said, your eighth child is the one that I must fear. Returning with his baby boy, wise Vasudev perceived that Kamsa was impulsive 
and could never be believed. <laughs> now, at that time, St. Narada, the ever-roaming sage, decided to speed Krishna's birth by prompting Kamsa's rage. Said Narada to Kamsa, Sir, have you been made aware? The gods are here as yajus and surround you everywhere. Their presence in your neighborhood should lead you to assess that Vishnu will be coming soon to ease the earth's distress. The words of Narada left Kamsa thoroughly provoked and made him tremble angrily again. The mystic spoke, In your last life you also practiced wickedness and sin, Lord Vishnu killed you then, and now, it seems, he will again. As Narada departed, Kamsa fumed and set his mind. Just see, he thought, what happens when a man tries to be kind. He killed Devaki's baby and, along with Ugrasen, put her and Vasudev in jail and hailed his new domain. Now Vasudev and Devaki could see their only hope would come as the eighth child foretold in Kansa's horoscope. Thus, suffering in prison after Kamsa killed their boy, each year they bore another child for Kamsa to destroy. What crime is too outrageous for a person who intends to please his flesh while caring less for family or friends? He'll even kill to have a thrill or fill a selfish whim. Kim Kamsa ruled with terror and the people bowed to him. That's the end of the section called Kamsa Seizes Power. And the next section is called Devaki's Eighth Pregnancy. <laughs> As Kamsa gathered power, he was nearly unopposed, for many other demons helped him terrorize his foes. He killed six sons of Devaki. The Yadus fled in fear, except for some who stayed and prayed for Krishna to appear. Her seventh pregnancy brought Devaki both joy and gloom. She didn't know the Lord's expansion lived within her womb. Lord Krishna elsewhere summoned Yogamaya to request that she protect his devotees through these clandestine steps. Quote, My brother Balaram waits in the womb of Devaki, but he will leave as soon as it has been prepared for me. Take Balaram to Rohini, co-wife of Devaki. King Nanda guards her. 
journeys with Vasudevas, Vasudev's captivity. King Nanda rules Gokula, that enchanting rural land, now enter Yashoda, his wife, and execute this plan. Reside within Queen Yashoda throughout her pregnancy. When Balaram has left, I'll fill the womb of Devaki. First, Balaram will take his birth and be Rohini's son. His charm and strength shall be a match delighting everyone. When Yashoda delivers you, then I shall join the act. The eighth-born son of Devaki, my opulence intact. Oh, Yoga Maya, go now and accomplish all these tasks. I bless you to bewilder all and finish what I've asked. Henceforth, using sacrifice and all that it requires, some people will entreat you to fulfill their sense desires. Unquote. Obediently, Yogamaya bowed before the Lord and left for Sri Gokula soon, exactly in accord with Krishna's order, Balaram departed Devaki and entered his new home within the womb of Rohini. When Devaki miscarried Balaram, the people said, since Kamsa kills her children, she aborted it instead. At that time, Krishna, God himself, who, who vanquishes all fear, went in the mind of Vasudeva and readied him to appear. While bearing Krishna, Vasudeva appeared just like the sun, his glow so bright, the shining light astonished everyone. When he placed Krishna in the mind of Devaki one day, her visage bloomed a waxing moon in opulent display. To bear the Lord while trapped in jail by Kamsa's wicked plot made Devaki seem like a fire kept within a pot, or like a man enlightened, wise, and thoroughly refined, who fails to share his wisdom for the good of humankind. As Devaki grew jubilant, Kamsa grew concerned. This Vishnu killed me once, he thought, and now he has returned to kill me once again. Yet killing Devaki today will only bring me trouble in a different sort of way. To kill a pregnant relative would cost me all respect. My opulence would vanish and my subjects would defect. My health and life and legacy would all die out as well. A wicked man is just a corpse descending into hell. Deliberating in this way, King Kamsa chose to wait to let the child be born and then administer its fate. 
While on his throne or in his bed, King Kamsa stayed absorbed in thoughts about his enemy, the all-pervading Yes, Krishna, Krishna. It was wonderful. He's amazing. He's an amazing poet. Huh? Mm. <laughs> this is uh, tenth canto. The whole book is like that. Yeah, the whole book is cycles. So it's, uh, the rest is basically the tenth canto in a. In English poetry. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's it's doing the whole tenth canto. Yeah. And uh, I think he told me he wants to do the whole Bhagavatam this way. Oh. Twelve cantos. <laughs> 